Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. The following article is reprised with permission of Incentive Marketing Magazine, copyright 1987, and is entitled, Mall Promotions. Over the past 20 years, Americans have discovered shopping malls. Now some of the biggest names in corporate America, Toyota, Apple Computers, Clairol, General Electric, General Foods, Lipton, Procter & Gamble, and Sunbeam, to name only a few, are following suit. America's best-known companies are sponsoring promotions in malls with increasing frequency. They use slick events to introduce new items, demonstrate products, or generate goodwill in target markets. They lure curious consumers with familiar bait, sweepstakes, contests, premiums, coupons, and samples. The mall marketing trend began two or three years ago, but gained momentum only recently. The industry has been growing dramatically, even more than the optimists believed it would, says Kirk Anderson, program director of Discovery, the mall promotion service of Donnelly Marketing, Stamford, Connecticut. But the growth makes sense. 54% of all sales, excluding automobiles, occur in malls. Donnelly's statistics show that each weekend the typical mall attracts between 100,000 and 150,000 shoppers with an average household income of $29,684, a figure 30% above the national average. Those same shoppers usually make 3.9 monthly visits, so virtually the same people go weekend after weekend, Anderson says. That means companies don't play Russian roulette. It's a targetable audience, so they go into specific markets with specific types of consumers. 80% of the shoppers make a purchase before they leave, yet only 20% come with a specific buy in mind. In other words, 60% are impulse buyers, which gives a company an opportunity to reach them with a product message and possibly influence them to make a purchase, he says. Clutter in the primary advertising channels also is boosting the use of shopping mall marketing. More and more ads are being placed, especially in televisions, as Howard Gintel, New York Regional Director for Shopping Center Network, a promotion company. Because the demand for advertising is up, the cost is rising at the same time the impact is going down. The major difference between mall promotions and other advertising media, according to Gintel, is this. No matter how lively a television spot is, it is still not alive. In the malls, however, a company can put its product in consumers' hands or in their mouths, he says. It can even give them a coupon and point to a store selling the product. Another positive aspect of mall promotions is that they are not an intrusion on people's time. According to Gintel, people don't primarily watch television or read magazines to see ads, he says. They go to the malls, however, to relax and be entertained, which our promotions do. People don't consider such events intruding. Consumers can have fun at the corporate-sponsored productions, which are typically held Thursdays through Sundays. Sometimes celebrities are on hand. Other times, costumed characters sing and dance and mingle with the crowd. Games and contests offer prizes to take home. Occasionally, if an event is tied in with a charitable cause, radio stations broadcast live from the site. In October 1985, Nintendo of America, a video game company based in Redmond, Washington, introduced its first home entertainment system with a mall promotion in five New York shopping centers. It repeated the promotion four months later in six Los Angeles malls. In every mall, nearly 1,500 consumers registered to win one of the $150 entertainment systems in a drawing each weekend. At each stop, shoppers also were invited to play any of 12 video games on display. Anyone who scored a perfect game left with a t-shirt. New York shoppers got a special treat. Those who played one of the baseball games were challenged by Mookie Wilson, a veteran of the New York Mets. If they got on base against Wilson, they also won t-shirts. 
We went to the expense of hiring a celebrity hoping to generate press attention, says advertising manager Gail Tilden. But we weren't successful because it's difficult to get television cameras out to a suburban mall on weekends. So, in Los Angeles, we didn't bring in a celebrity. The promotion was very good for us because it offered shoppers hands-on exposure to a new product unfamiliar to them. It took away much of the need for expensive advertising, Tilden says. Last year, when Toyota Motor Sales USA began to emphasize target marketing, the company chose to promote itself to Hispanics via malls. With several other companies, Toyota sponsored La Buena Vida, The Good Life, a promotion booked into malls in 10 cities during July and August of 1986. At each stop, Toyota displayed three cars or trucks, showed commercials on television monitors, and hounded out bilingual brochures. The carmaker drew crowds by encouraging shoppers to try kicking a soccer ball into a target area. Winners received a trucker's cap. In addition, anyone could enter a sweepstakes for a Toyota truck to be given away at the conclusion of the promotional tour. Our research shows that addressing members of a market segment in their communities with a low-level sales presentation does lead to winning them over, says Bill Place, Special Markets and Recognition Manager. We determined that dealers in the promotional area sold 67 cars within six months of the tour's end to people who had entered the sweepstakes. Toyota is repeating the promotion, this time making stops at 15 malls, at least half of which were included on the first tour. In October, it will finish a 30-market tour of a multi-company promotion aimed specifically at women. M&M Mars, Hackettstown, New Jersey, wanted to expand its sales efforts by tapping the cooking market in addition to snack candy buyers. In several malls, the company showed shoppers how to bake cookies with their products and gave away recipes. While parents viewed demonstrations, children colored M&M color sheets and received M&M snack packs. Since promotions attract crowds, marketing directors at malls are pleased with the attention manufacturers are giving their shopping outlets. Still, they are picky about the promotions they accept. At Rosedale Center in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, Kay Pollard expects to receive a professional-looking information packet listing the manufacturers involved in a promotion and the size of the displays. The marketing director also wants a guarantee that the promotion is an adequately staffed quality production. Pollard listens to promotion tips but does not appreciate specific advertising instructions. She points out that while Rosedale Center is glad to work with corporations on promotions, it does not have the budget to help out with advertising them. Allow plenty of lead time when planning a mall promotion, Pollard advises. We we book our space months in advance, she says. By November, we'll already be 80% booked up for 1988. The complicated logistics of setting up a mall event often lead marketers to mall promotion companies. Size of doors, number of elevators, and ceiling heights vary from mall to mall. Satisfying city fire codes can be tricky, too. Donnelly Marketing's Anderson offers this advice for a mall event. Do market it. Don't let it sit by itself. Advertise it and let your public relations agency loose. Make the promotion educational or entertaining in some way, Gintel advises. Involve consumers as much as possible and give them something, a sample, a coupon, or a chance to win a prize, he says. This gives them something more than exposure to your product, which helps them remember you and your product when they're ready to buy. Be selective in picking malls to reach your target market. The best malls for your product may not be the most upscale, says Gintel. You may have played a mall for two or three years in a row with good success, then go back again the next year and find it dead, says Bill Scollin, secretary-treasurer at Scollin Productions. Incorporated, White Rock, South Carolina. Perhaps a larger mall open nearby. Scollin stresses one other rule. Make your promotion a soft sell with entertainment as the draw. It's not fair to the mall or the public if you try badgering people into buying your product. No one likes a hard sell. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.